This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit in your home. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show. Hey there, families. Today, we want to talk about parenting as a team. Yeah. Yeah. And five things we do to really try to help us feel like we are a true team on the parenting front. So we're just going to give you some ideas and hopefully they're ideas that you can take into your own relationships and your home. And also, you know, I want to make sure before we even get started that I talk to, you know, the single parents out there or those of you who are not in a relationship. Um, I think that these points will still bring value to you because you could apply them with your mom or your sister or anyone that helps you in your parenting walk um, because they're just basic points of basically how to respect one another in this wild ride of parenting. Yeah, trying to be on the same page, supporting one another. So whoever your um, your person is uh, that's closest to you to support you, like, like Wendy said, um, it may not always be your husband or wife, but um, it can apply. Absolutely. All right, so number one, this is, you know, the five points we're gonna cover today are things that Terry and I try to do our best at, right? We are by far no perfect couple, but we really do have a super strong relationship where I really do feel like Terry is my rock and I am just so inspired by him on the daily. We've been together for 23 years now, or 22. Do you remember? Uh, 23. <laughs> 23. Yeah. Yep. And married for, uh-oh, is it 18? 17. Eight, it'll be 18 years this June. June 2nd. Yeah. All right. So almost 18 years married, 23 years together. And so we, we have quite a history of what works and what doesn't. So hopefully you'll find these tips helpful today. All right. So number one um, that we try to do a lot, really every day with each other is encourage each other to take care of ourselves through self-love, self-care. This is kind of the analogy that's so important that we cover a lot in positive parenting is like imagining yourself on an airplane, right? And the what do the flight attendants always say at the beginning of every single flight? They say, should everything, anything happen? Should an emergency, um, you know, come to play? You've got to put on your oxygen mask first, first before you can actually save your child's life or help anybody else around you because otherwise you will be unconscious, right? So in the world of parenting or life, it's so important that we have a full bucket, right? That we don't feel like we're a court low on self-care. So um, so there's a few things that Terry and I love and that we try to pour into each other. So for Terry, I know that he loves to be in the ocean. He loves to body surf. He loves to surf. Those are kind of his top two things. I think we'd probably both say that, but I'm always trying to, to encourage Terry, probably almost to the point of annoying sometimes, but I'm like, how, when are you going to get in the ocean today? Like, can you go on your lunch break? You know, how can I, I'll, you know, I'll watch the kids this Saturday. Just 
go for a swim or right now he has a hurt knee so it's like trying to get creative with how he can still get himself immersed in water because we're <laughs> such fish well i must display some uh some negative attributes when i'm not in the water for a while for her to be that supportive um <laughs> no, so no. i think she must sense when i um and a lot of times it's spot on I've noticed when she's encouraged me to, to get out there, I'm like, oh yeah, that is exactly what I need. And, you know, to don't confuse it with being selfish, any of this stuff. It's actually, like Wendy said, it's like, you know, you take care of yourself, you feel good, you're better to those that are around you. You, you just, you know, you give off more positivity, you're more, you're more equipped to love others and, and help one another. Um, after you've you've done something you know for yourself so yeah getting into a routine my routine that I would normally love if I didn't um, have this hurt and knee is um, is yes yeah, to be in the water every day if I could even if it was the shortest amount of time you know there were times when I thought that if I didn't have at least an hour it wasn't worth going then I found I got to the point where I was like even if it takes more time to put on my wetsuit than I'm actually in the water, it still made me a better person to my, um, you know, just for the whole day. So, um, yeah, yeah. Get, get out there, whatever your thing is and, you know, f figure out what your passion is. That's, that's one of mine. Yeah. And you might be in a stage of life where you're like, well, I can't do my passion, but you still got to find something to do to take care of yourself every day, even if it's 10 or 20 minute little blocks. So for me, like one of my self-care things that Terry knows and is so sweet and respectful is that I love to sleep. Like I am just crazy freaky with sleep. Like I could sleep, I would sleep like a teenager. Like yeah, I would literally sleep till noon if you let me. I understand that, you know, many of you are in... Now that doesn't happen. Now that but... doesn't happen, but Terry really will let me sleep in often on the weekends and is just such a beautiful way to help me fill up my bucket. And I just feel so much better when I have um, a good amount of sleep. And you've always been supportive like that. Back when we had young babies, I remember, you know, we would call you the, the baby carrier. What did we call you? You would, <laughs> your job was to bring the little people, you know, little babies into bed. I would nurse them and then you would bring them back and change their diaper and put them back to bed. But yeah. like you always kind of knew in your heart that I needed sleep or else I would turn into Well, luckily a we com we complement each other in that sense like, you know, the the morning thing um, you know, I love to make breakfast. So that actually is not, you know, letting Wendy sleep a little bit on a, you know, Saturday morning it doesn't bother me a bit cuz that's actually if I'm going to make a meal, I'd love to do the pancakes and eggs and all that stuff. So that's something that actually, you know, works for Even me. Even if the smoke alarm goes off like every time. <laughs> yeah, I've been setting off the smoke alarm a lot lately. It's I don't those know. Cast iron skillets, man. What yeah. the heck? Yeah. So, but um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's like, you know, finding finding those those places in your your routines or your 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 kind of things that you love to do and figuring out, okay, well, what's What's some upside for the the other the the partner in the situation to where it's it's a win win for for both as much as possible? Yeah, and if you want your partner to be supportive of you filling up your own bucket, start with really 
um, you know, giving, helping him or her fill up their bucket first, right? So it's something we kind of talk a lot about in this work is if you want someone else to change or someone else to do something, start by actually doing it first, right? Walking the walk or modeling it. And so it's just wonderful to start taking note, like what does fill up my partner's bucket? Um, you know, do they like to jog or go to dance class or go to yoga or just maybe go like take a 20 minute bath alone, like whatever it is, but just be on the lookout for that. Because when you start to offer your spouse and really encourage them to make sure they're doing that every day, and they're just not alone in that, because I think we all know as parents, it can become so easy to just be like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'll do it later. Like we have three or four kids, like there's no time for me. And sometimes you really need your spouse to go, no, there is time for you. Like we are going to make time for you. Um, because you know, it's all what we, our lives are what we make of them. So it's kind of such a, um, a myth that there's no time to take care of ourselves, Oh yeah. but it, sometimes it takes your spouse encouraging you to do it for you to actually go do it. Cause we will just put ourselves last well, many times. And I think about these, this idea of, um, creating healthy habits, um, which, you know, can, can be mean a lot of different things, but um, you can get into a habit and fall out of a habit, I think, just as easily. You know, it's like there are certain times in my life where I've been like in this sweet spot where I created this time in my life to, you know, create this balance. And, I, and if I went one day and I wasn't doing, you know, that thing that filled up my bucket, I was like, oh, it just felt off. And then you kind of fall out of maybe the routine and then you get out of it and it seems so impossible to get back into it. Yeah. So it's like, um, I, I would just challenge people and, you know, part of the mantra for, you know, fresh start family is as fresh start is, you know, every day is a, a new day to go and, and start that new routine, that new thing, or get back to what you had at one point, or whether it's something new, whether it's something old, um, just dive in. And yeah, and one more thing I'm thinking of too. It's like, you know, it's not always like, you know, rainbows and butterflies. Like I, I, we, we understand it's hard to like find those pockets of time to take care of yourself and fill up your own bucket when you're in those really like those trenches of parenting when you have really young kids. But I remember, here's another example of like how Terry has really worked hard to honor me over the years. But back when I had just left my corporate career and I was home with the kids full time and I was in a really stressful state of parenting. If you haven't listened to episode one, make sure you listen to that about our story. Um, but one of the things that brought me joy was getting out outside with the kids and jogging with them. So during that first year of my son's life, my daughter was a toddler, but we got a double stroller and then it was like very early that our kids would fight and bicker. Like, cause our oldest was always annoyed with our, our little one. Cause he would like reach over and try to get her snacks at like, you know, nine months, a year she old or something. She was fearful of his spit up. Oh my gosh. It was crazy. And so Terry created, I remember he like invented this thing we called blocky. And we had a double bob at the time, but I just remember how sweet it was that like you took the time and effort to like cut this thing out of cardboard that would go into the middle of the stroller so they couldn't touch one another. (laughs) And like that, then I could have a peaceful 30 minute jog, you know, I'd give them their snacks and I would get my time of exercise, which for me has always been something that I I just have to have in order to feel like I can parent with integrity. Because when I don't exercise, I just feel like I'm like, 
ugh, I just don't feel good. But back then, I just remember like that took you time. Like you did, you like created a template and you cut it out. And then after you made the first template, you created a better template. Like I remember you got some special saw or something to cut it out of like yeah, special I it, wood. I made it like uh, smoother and then out of like a, a thinner but more rigid piece of wood. So it'd like look a little more finished when it sat in there. And it was like, it was like a, it was like a limo partition, but, but from like left to right, it like, so that oh. the two kids like couldn't even see each other or reach over. <laughs> Um, it was so awesome we even tried to like get it it invent like invented I think we like submitted it to Shark Tank or something and no one ever called us back um but anyways that's another example you know we understand it's not always easy to be like hey spouse can I go to the gym for an hour or take a hot bath for 45 minutes but just get creative with it and you be the lead on that you know you move forward with doing stuff for your spouse and then what you're going to find is that will come back to you um because they'll appreciate it so much All right, so number two is honor each other's uniqueness and strengths and watch what you make fun of with each other. So, you know, that phrase making fun, it's not really, (laughs) it's not really fun at all when you make fun of each other. So let me give you um, some examples here. So with Terry and I, we are so similar in so many things. Like we both love the same music, like much of the same music. We both love to surf. Like we have, like we could hang out 24 seven and we'd be so happy, but we also are polar opposites in so many ways. One of the, one of the examples is like Terry hates to make phone calls and I actually am like totally fine with it. Like I will call and negotiate you know, I don't even know, a hotel booking and, or like stay on the phone for like 45 minutes on hold while doing like three other things. And he just like hates multitasking. He hates being on the phone because he's designed and wired to be a really great focuser. I am, am not, <laughs> I don't want to say that like I am not a good multi, I'm not a good focuser, but at this point in my life, it's something that I struggle with. So I'm more apt to be successful at multitasking than I am to be at focusing, where Terry is really successful at focusing on one thing and doing an incredible job at whatever he's doing, but he's not, you know, cut out at this point in his life to multitask or have phone calls with like the electric company or or SDG&E or, or the cable company. So my point is um, really try to just honor that in one another because at this point in our life, like anytime I know that um, there has to be a phone call made, I try my best to offer like, hey babe, let me handle that for you. I know you hate being on the phone with the insurance or with AT&T or whatever it is. Why don't you let me call because it doesn't bug me at all. And um, and you are really the same. Like you... Um, are, I think you. Well, try I'm, the your IT, best. I'm the IT department here. I, I don't. Yes. I don't think I'm the greatest <laughs> IT person, but um, but I know that's not one of your strengths either. So I try to um, I try to pick up on those things too. So yeah, I mean the the quirks. It's like sometimes there's things where you're just like you can encourage your spouse to just like get over a hump and do it. And then there are other things where you're like, oh, wow, they're really not wired to, to, to do that. And yeah. like, like you're saying. And so, yeah, I mean, supporting each other in those areas that are the, the truly like you're not, I'm wired better for this. Um, I think just makes every, everybody's day go, go better. And then you're a better parent when you're knocking out those tasks together, whether they be things related to parenting or things that aren't ultimately it's your time during the day that you need to get things done. Like put the, 
put the person in the game that's best at, at knocking those out and and um and don't always make it the same person doing everything too. So yeah, yeah, and just I think it's so important too to like watch our like snarky comments. Like it's really not funny to poke fun at each other for what we're not wired for. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like I think parents get into trouble too when they do this with teens. Like it's it's you may think you're being funny or making fun and like being lighthearted about something, but it's actually just a jab at somebody. So, you know, I think Terry and I just in this example. <laughs> no, I think we work hard to like not Terry doesn't poke fun at me for being like an excessive multitasker and I try my best to not poke fun at him for, you know, not being able to do stuff on the phone or whatever like but we we try our best let's say to honor each other's uniqueness and just you know help each other out when we know it's not our strengths well and yeah in general it's just you know whether it's with your kids or your spouse it's building each other up instead of like kind of you know coming across like you're you're taking a dig at them or or making that little idiosyncrasy about them somehow like a flaw because you know nobody's good at everything let's chat for a hot sec openly and honestly about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now if you're anything like most parents you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited timeouts spankings threatening of spankings taking ipads away three two one countdowns groundings taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning, you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being, air quotes, mean to their sister or disrespecting you, but then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you can end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based, firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle. Yes. And that that's another thing we talk about in positive parenting so much is like, you know, is, is embracing our kids' uniqueness and honoring their own personalities and their strengths is so important because if we're constantly trying to put 
all of our kids in the same what is that saying? The square peg in a circle or in a round hole, yeah. <laughs> in a square. Yeah. It's like, you know, our kids are all wired so differently. It's so important that from the beginning we actively try to see what they love, what they're naturally good at, and really embrace those things instead of always trying to make them be better at the things that they don't seem to be so naturally wired for. Yeah, or, di- or dinging them for the thing that's like, that's maybe it will take them a while to master or, you know, they just haven't mastered yet or, right. or might just never be their thing. I mean, I think coming to grips with the fact that like, you know, you're just not wired to do everything and celebrating the things that you are wired to do and then maybe getting a little bit of help with the things that aren't because otherwise, you know, you're, you're trying to make everybody either a completely average person or a completely unattainable person (laughs) that just doesn't exist. Exactly. All right. So number three is really try your best to see each other as 50-50 in your relationship, and definitely when it comes to parenting. So I think a lot of people, you know, fall out of this because they think like, oh, this is, you know, a lot of times, you know, the mom's job to do all of this or the dad's job just to go to work. It's like, well, in, in, in our own relationship, we've seen so much success with just having a mission to support each other full 50%, 50-50 in everything that we do. So yes, you have to get creative in some of that. But Terry from day one has always been like right there, willing and ready, even though he had no idea how to do it, to change diapers or to carry a baby on the front pack. I'll never forget being down at Starbucks. This was almost 10 years ago now. And a mom looking at Terry being, and he had the front pack on with Stella, the baby at the time, and her just being like, oh my gosh, you are wearing that front pack. That is a good man. (laughs) (laughs) And and guys, you know, guys, dads that are listening to, I mean, this is to this is just a, a a rally cry too, just to say there's been too many absent fathers over time, and this isn't about like, okay, honey, what do you want me to do next, or you know, okay, give me my list or whatever. It's it's just about not being above anything the, yeah. in in the relationship, you know, not being above changing a diaper, not being above. Um, you know, wearing the front pack or asking for the front pack that you think would look cooler. Cause I, I, you know, it's not like I was just going to wear any of them, you know, or, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not saying like, just become the, you know, just, just lose yourself and just, you know, become this dork dad that does whatever. Um, but just, there's just, like I said, there's just been too many absent fathers and and I don't mean necessarily by divorce either it's it's also just you know perfectly happy married couples where the dad just isn't there to do things or thinks that they're exempt from certain things um you know I would encourage you just be open to just to doing it all and again some things you're gonna find your sweet spots I'm better at making breakfast than 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 making dinner um, Wendy can tell you inventory of everything there is for, for dinner. I couldn't tell you what's in, in the fridge for dinner, but I could tell you everything that we have for breakfast. So I'm not saying it's like it's everything is going to be um, easy or equal, but find out what feels 
as equals you can, you know, and it, and it, yeah. it doesn't have to be a, a, a this for that thing. Like, okay, I did the first thing, you did the second thing, I did the third thing. But just it's just about not leaving anybody on an island to say, okay, this is all you and and that's it. Yeah. yeah. And to also see, you know, the spouses who do go to work 40, 50 hours a week, um, that is such a giant contribution, right? Um, but at the same time, it, do, it doesn't need to be the only contribution. I think we can get creative with, I know, Terry, back when I was, you know, at home 24-7 with the kids, like the minute you'd walk in the door, you were like willing and ready to take over at the stove or dump the trash or put the kids to bed, whatever it needed to be. Um, you didn't all, you didn't view it as some like chore that you had to do. It was like, hey, I'm willing and ready to do my part when I'm home and I'm willing to do my part when I'm at the office. Well, this and we've goes always back tried to, to have that attitude. Yeah, this goes back to the last point of if you've taken care of yourself that day or you've, you know, you've done your, your, your passion or your exercise or, you know, whatever your, your thing is, then, um, you won't feel this like, oh gosh, I went from one piece of work to the, to the, a different form of work, you know? So it's, um, yeah, again, take, taking care of yourself will make you, I think, more apt to feeling good about just jumping into the game and taking off the, um, the career hat and putting on the, you know, the dad hat, um, and, yeah. and, and doing some stuff. Um, you know, I, I think the it, families need, need dad. Um, yeah. so, um, just, Absolutely. you know, jump in the game. I love it. Yep. Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or a consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of 
parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier, okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me know if you have any questions. FreshStartFamilyOnline.com forward slash firm and kind. All right, number four, tag each other out when you can feel that the other person is about to explode and freak out. So this is something we've done over the years. I know I hear many of my bonfire members talk about this a lot. Um, But you can do this in a way that is respectful. And you can even make kind of like a code ahead of time where maybe like you touch their shoulder or you give them knuckles. But basically it means like, hey, you go step to the side, make time for yourself to self-calm, take a calming break, do whatever you need to do just so you can like bring down your emotions a little bit so you don't freak out. And I'm willing to step in and give, you know, handle the next 10 minutes of trying to de-escalate this power struggle or deal with this discipline creatively, whatever it is. But I think tagging each other in and out and having an agreement ahead of time that you're going to do that without insulting the other person. So what you don't want to do is come in and say, dude, you're blowing it. Like what, what's wrong with you? Like, get out. Let me handle this. It's more like, Hey, um, let me, let me take over for 10 minutes so you can go take a break. Uh, I think that's worked really well for us over the last 10 years of parenting. Would you agree? Well, this one's a hard one. I think when you're in the moment and I think whether, um, you know, the, the situations can run the gamut of like, you know, you're in the middle of a situation and you want to see it through, but your spouse can see you like boiling and maybe you don't recognize how much you're boiling. And then they come in to try to help. It's a sensitive situation because you could be like, what do you, what do you mean? Why are you treating me that way? I've got this type of thing. So this might be something that you want to do in a calm time before you get in the moment where it's like, come up with a fun, like, like code word, word, you know, it's like if you had a code word that just was like, okay, yeah, this is one of those moments we, we talked about in a calm time that it's like, I'm not going to take offense to it. I'm about to blow my top. Um, you know, come up with something that's, that, that, that just creates that, that tag, you know? So yeah, that's, you know, it's a, that's why you go back to the, it's a tag team wrestling, you know, uh, term. You know, the guy's getting beat up in the ring. It doesn't mean he's not a badass. He's just getting a little beat up and, and, you know, totally. and his partner needs to tag him in so he can, he can come in and come off the top rope and do whatever he's got to do, you know? So, oh yeah. my gosh. I love that. Yes. Tag team. Tag team back again. <laughs> That's that another, yeah. Oh my gosh. Now we're dating ourselves. All right. So our last point, number five, is really watch, we try to really watch how we talk to each other in front of the kids, especially in situations like we just talked about when we're tagging each other out. So this, I will admit, can be a challenge. And I'm, I know I am constantly trying my best to like bite my tongue and just really say less in those moments because obviously with the work you know, Fresh Start Family teaches, it's like always on the forefront of our mind, right? And it's so much easier to see it when somebody else has escalated 
and they're not able to maybe see empathy or find empathy with the kid or have patience with them, but you are not as heightened in the moment. So you can see it, maybe that they're using a negative tone or that they're just like threatening or really doing something that's not working to de-escalate the situation. I think it can be tempting to be like, dude, don't like you're stop (laughs) or something like that. So I think you just have to be really creative and diligent with making sure that you're taking a deep breath and, you know, putting your hand on your heart, doing a heart connector or pause button to really say, Hey, what's my intention here? When I walk up to my spouse and say, Hey, you know, maybe we try this or maybe, you know, let's take a deep breath before we keep talking to her about her room or, you know, what happened with her brother or whatever it is. But I think it can get really harsh when you are always coming down on your spouse or pointing out their flaws in a situation. And again, like positive parenting is not about perfection. It's about just progress. It's about um, just having a fresh start every day and doing things differently tomorrow than you did today if it doesn't work for you. But it's, it's this idea that it's important to just have compassion with each other and be careful with your language when you want to encourage your spouse to pause and just really look at how they're addressing a situation with the kids. Does that make sense? <laughs> it totally does. Uh, I mean, I think something I just in general would like to encourage and, and become a recurring statement from my point of view towards um, you know anybody listening is is, you know, leaning into positive parenting to, you know, uh, taking a course to joining a community to, you know, changing up your lifestyle. Uh, this is for the long term. This isn't just for the convenience of like, I need some results this week type of thing. So this point in particular is, is the way mom and dad or or whether it's, you know, you and whoever is supporting you talk to one another, you're you're modeling what it's like for these kids, what, what a relationship looks like. So, you know, this is the, the closest, closest example that your little girl is going to have to be how um, a husband treats a wife, talks to a wife, or um, a little boy, how um, that you know, husband would treat a wife. So the, the, the more you can clean that up and just to, you know, stay true to yourself, which, you know, everybody, you know, inherently is, is, you know, kind and loving. Um, and I think especially showing that between a husband and wife in their teamwork is so huge, not just for the moment uh, between you and your spouse, but to showing your kids what it's like to have a relationship, to how to talk to one another so that they can, you know, they can grow up to have something that, you know, that they they see as as just respectful and kind and um, that they feel heard also. Yeah. And, and in reality, we, we like <laughs> it's so hard sometimes. It is so hard not to bicker at or nag 
the people that are closest in your life, a lot of times your spouse, right? But and it's but when you practice with your spouse doing this, it totally is wonderful practice with your kids to change it up in the same way. So any type of bickering, nagging, any type of tone that's like, wow, you are kind of a dumbass <laughs> and I need to step in and take over here, it is not going to work to dissolve, you know, to dissolve the situation, to make them feel empowered, to help them um, you know, look at what they have done right in even if they've gotten off track a little bit it just won't work but at the same time I understand how hard it is sometimes so it's just it's a walk it's a process and it's just a great goal to have and at least if you're hearing this tip and you're like all right cool that that sounds great but I just want you to become aware of it right when you you know if you have a spouse maybe that is not quite on board with positive parenting or does things differently than you just start watching how you talk to them in the moment when you're when they're with their kids so you know it's always what we teach in this work of positive parenting is it's always a good idea to have conversations that involve learning or asking for what you want in a calm time when emotions are settled. So when anytime emotions are heated and you make a type of comment or especially if it has tone or any type of negativity or nagging or bickering, it's just ain't going to work for you. So then you end up exhausted and feeling like you're living Groundhog's Day every day because your spouse or your kids aren't changing. But really, it has a lot to do with the way you talk to them, which, of course, we cover a ton in the Foundations course and in the Bonfire member Membership Program. But anyways, those are our five tips that we hope um, just by sharing with you what works in our relationship and how um, we really try hard, diligently put a lot of effort in to um, do with each other every day to try our best to respect one another. And um, I think it works pretty well. It, it's great. <laughs> and, you know, uh, I'd put in there a healthy dose of laughing and praying, too. So, yes. um, you know, there there's so much we've gotten through just by... Um, by prayer and by also just laughing our way through like, I can't believe this is what's going on right now. Yes, and yes. and choosing to take a, um, a tone that we're in this together instead of a, oh, I can't believe we're in this right now. Yes. So um, we just want you all to feel supported and um, by supporting one another. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. For more info and links from today's episode, head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash two. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano instead of respond like the firm 
kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kids' worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately. All right. Thanks for listening and I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode.